This is the Fan the Flame Podcast. Hello, dear ones who love Jesus so much, going hard after him, hungry ones. Oh, how pleased your daddy is with you. And I'd love to tell you about the heart of the Father. Shane asked me to uh, speak on the love of the Father, the heart of the Father toward you. And I'm thrilled to be able to do that even right now. God loves everyone in the world. Yes, he does. Everyone, even those that have rejected him. Even those who uh, have chosen to snub their nose at God, he still loves, has compassion upon, cares for, and, and chooses to love them even when they're not Christian, even if they're the farthest thing from a Christian, even if they have uh, bowed the knee to the enemy, the devil, he still loves them. That's how deep his love is. Can you imagine how much he loves you? Not necessarily more than them, but, uh, but he can love them. How much more is he thrilled that you choose to accept his love, love him back? For you guys who are going hard after him right now, those the hungry ones listening to this, just realize that uh, you are to God the best thing since the new iPhone X or wherever the Samsung newest phone model is. Uh, he just loves you. <laughs> Zephaniah chapter 3 talks about him singing over us, dancing over us. Check out check out if Zephaniah chapter 3, 14 through 17 or so. Um, he just rejoices over you, sings over you, quiets you in his love. You can always jump into his big, huge arms, into his lap. And hear him singing and rejoicing over you because you are the best thing ever to him. And, and and he loves you as if you're the only son or daughter of Adam and Eve. As if you were the only person, the third person on the earth. If you were Cain or you were Abel or you were, you were Kristen or you were uh, Amanda, child of Adam and Eve, he loves you as if you were the only one around. In fact, I need to tell you that God loves you as much as he loves Jesus, his son. And Jesus is not jealous. Can you believe that? (laughs) John chapter 17, I'm looking it up right now. John chapter 17 and says says this, uh, Jesus is praying and he says, May they be brought to complete unity. John 17 verse 23, May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Blown away by that truth maybe a year ago when uh, Mike Bickle taught that and we we listened to him that that God loves me God loves you as much as he loves his only begotten son 
who lived in eternity with him, who came to earth to die on the cross for the sins of the whole world, and God raised him from the dead, and, and now he lives in heaven, he lives in our hearts. He loves you as much as he loves his son. And Jesus isn't jealous. That's the kind of love I want to have for other people. <laughs> not be jealous when other people get treated better than me or or when I feel like I've done a lot of stuff and other people get favor. <laughs> if anyone deserves favor, it's Jesus. And, and uh, God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. The fact of the matter about God's love and the heart of the Father is that he treats us as if we have already been made perfect. He declares us perfect, the Bible says that, because we're totally forgiven and, and the slate has been wiped clean. But he loves everyone as if we've been fully restored already, worthy already, not waiting for him to love us when we get when we get it all together. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have it all together. I don't have it all together. <laughs> but he loves you just the way you are and loves you too much to leave you there. But he always treats us as if we've already been fully restored. The antique, beautiful uh, artifact has been restored to the image of Christ. And he sees us as perfect. You don't have to beg for an encounter with God. You are a son or a daughter of God. And you just get to ask him. You get to you get to let him love you into an encounter or the whatever it is you're asking God for. You don't have to beg for it. He wants to give it to you. He will give it to you in the best timing possible. But he gives gifts to his kids. He loves giving gifts to you. How much more will the Father in heaven give you good gifts? Your daddy's smiling at you right now. He's smiling at you right now. You, he says to you, you are my child. I love you. With you, I'm well pleased. The, the, the things he said, the things he said to uh, Jesus twice on the Monarch Transfiguration and at his baptism. He says the same to you. You are my child, my loved one. You please me. You bring me pleasure. Do you believe that? That you bring God pleasure in whom I'm well pleased. He says it to you. He keeps saying to you over and over and over again. And his love for you is not a passive love that waits for you to do something first or or waits for you to get serious with him or waits for you to say the right question or for you to get your life together first. It's not a passive love that waits for you at all. It's an active love, a proactive love. I had an encounter with with God's love while listening to one of Jeremy Riddle's songs um, that talks about his love is fierce. His love is furious. <laughs> fierce, furious love is not passive. But it looks for ways to bless you. It looks for ways to meet your needs. It looks for ways to treat you like the son or the daughter that you are. Just like a good dad. 
looks for ways to uh, to gift his kids or to bless his kids or to, to answer the question before they can ask it or to, to give them a, 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 an ice cream that they didn't ask for or to, to give them a hug or just to go up to them and just hold them when they're not even crying. That's the active ever outreaching love of God for you. He loves you fiercely. He loves you furiously. And that love casts out all fear. That love casts out all fear. And he gives you the ability to trust in him as a daddy that's a really good daddy. No matter what your daddy was like, no matter what experiences you've had, your father in heaven can only love you. (laughs) Yes, he's just. Yes, he's all sovereign. Yes, he's all powerful. But he's also all love. All at the same time. He's sovereign. He's powerful. He's he's just. He he, uh, can get angry. But that's 100% of all those. And at the same time, he's 100% full of love, 100% full of mercy, 100% full of grace. You can't separate those things. He's all those things all at one time. So just know how much he loves you. <laughs> and he has compassion on you. I think it's nine times in the in the New Testament that that says that Jesus had compassion on him or her. Uh it it it's translated uh that his 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 heart went out to her or his 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 bowels his inner being just roiled with 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 love and and pity and and outreaching um uh compassion for the situation the word is splanknizomai and it means to to be to be uh um roiling churning with loving kindness toward the situation. That's how much God loves you. <laughs> you make him smile. You make his stomach churn because he just wants to have compassion on the ones he has made, the ones he has died for, the ones whom he loves, the one whom he knows the number of hairs on your head, the ones whom he speaks to and you you hear him because you're a good sheep and you hear his voice. Perfect love casts out fear. And he gives us the ability to love other people like he has loved us. Romans chapter 5 verse 5 says, God has poured out his love into our hearts by the spirit he has given to us. Yes, he loves you. He poured out his love that that encapsulates and 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 envelops you and reminds you that you belong to him. But but another way of looking at that is he poured out his love, his love into our hearts, <laughs> so we can love other people with that same intensity and magnitude of love that he gave to us through Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians chapter five verses thirteen and fourteen says, "If I'm out of my mind, it's for your sake. If I'm if I'm in my right mind, it's because of God. For Christ's love compels us, because we know that one died for all, so that we might live for Him who died for us. Christ's love 
drives us. Christ's love in us and through us uh, uh, sets us on fire. Christ's love gives us a passion for the world that he loves, that they just don't know it yet or haven't accepted it yet, but that he loves them just as much as he loves Jesus too. And and I'm not going to be jealous about that. Jesus says it's the only thing that counts. Well, Galatians chapter 5 says that St. Paul said it, but I'm sure Jesus said it too. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. I'm going to read to you from Ephesians chapter 1. Hear these words from the pen of of St. Paul of who you are. This is your identity in Christ. Try not to get bogged down in the words, but it's a big, huge, it's a big, huge sentence and a lot of, a lot of wordy words. Um, But just to grab hold of the, the titles and what he has, that he calls you and what he has done for you. It says, Ephesians chapter 1, beginning of verse 3, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him, in Jesus, before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons and daughters through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him, in Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ. You hear all those descriptive words of you, chosen one, adopted one, predestined one, freely given, lavished upon, all because of his good pleasure. It pleased him to choose us and to love us and to adopt us and to give us every spiritual blessing in Christ. I'd love to lead you on an encounter. I'd love to lead you into the loving presence of Jesus. His love that compels us to say, Oh, Jesus, oh, God the Father, you are, you are magnificent. You are, you are overwhelming me with how much you want to be and are my daddy, full of love that forgives all my sins, woos me back when I've done things wrong or said things wrong or thought things wrong. And you say, You're better than that. And I come back to him and I say, yeah, I'm so sorry, God. Daddy, forgive me. And he says, gladly, I already did. You're perfect in my eyes. And he sets me up for success again to receive his love, to be love, and to love other people. I want you to picture yourself walking on a beach 
picture yourself walking on a beach and you're you're dressed perfectly for the beach, whatever that is, and you feel really comfortable. It's a warm breeze coming off the water and the, the waves are lapping close to your feet as you walk on the sand. And you look, you, you're walking and you look ahead and you see somebody walking towards you. It's He's far away, so you can't make out his face or his body yet, but you know it's a person. And the haze of the the heat, you just see him coming, but you don't recognize him. As you walk, you're looking at him. As he gets closer, you see, oh, it's... It's the one who died on the cross for my sins, rose again, and has filled me with his Holy Spirit. It's Jesus. When you know it's him, you start running toward him. Go ahead, picture this. Go ahead, enter into this. Imagine this. You start running toward him. (laughs) He starts running toward you. What do you do when you get to him? Do you hug him? Do you fall down on your knees? Do you dance with him? Do you just stare at him with a smile? No matter what you've done when you first saw him, I want you to stand in front of him. You looking at him and him looking at you. Don't say anything. Just just look at him. Then I want you to uh, enjoy that moment. When you're ready, I want you to step into him. As if you're going to knock him over, you're going to step right where he's standing. I want you to step into him because you are in Christ. And now Christ is in you. You become one. He and you, you and him. And you put him on. He's not just in your heart. You are a Christian, a a, a little Christ, a, a little anointed one. You are in Christ, Christ in you. What are you feeling? What are you sensing? What power is upon you? What what of his active love is in you and on you, around you and through you? His love casts out all fear. His love actively reminds you that you were the best thing since since the new iPhone X. His love as you join him reminds you that 
you can't do anything to get him to stop loving you. <laughs> He'll just always love you. You can't do anything to get him to love you more because he just loves you. And his compassion is overwhelming you as his heart goes out to you. But you're in him. And he in you. Now walk, walk out of him, like walk through his back outward, the, the same direction you were walking before. Turn around, look at him, see his smile. He just gave you a whole lot of love. He is your identity. He's your savior, your daddy, and your empower all at the same time. And look at him and what does he tell you to do? Is he saying, go, 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 give away my love? His love compels you. He has poured out his love into your heart. Your faith expressing itself through love gets to go tell the world that they're chosen, they're adopted, they're loved, they bring God pleasure. He has lavished himself, his love upon them, and they can be blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Who do you get to tell first? Whose face are you picturing? What people group is is hot on your mind. Go. Loved one. Hungry one. Forgiven one. Perfectly loved. And I bless you. I bless you with an increased capacity to know the love of the Father and to love the world with the love of the Father. Increase our capacity to love. Compel us to love, but also remind us, God, every day how you dance over us, sing over us, quiet us in your love. And we can depend on that. We can revel in that. We can be strengthened by that because you're a daddy who will never, ever fail us. And you love us. <laughs> Say, God, you love me as much as you love Jesus. And Jesus is not jealous. <laughs> Thanks, God. Thanks, God. Thanks, Papa God. I love you back. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If this blessed you, then you can help us out by sharing and subscribing and staying in touch. We will see you in the next podcast.